This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. with Carmen Calendar and we are going to be talking a little bit about what it has been the creation of her latest music song there's plenty of music that Carmen has been uh, making during during the years but particularly this one has a lot of meaning especially during the times that we are living right now yeah. and after two years of having to deal with the pandemic, it brings even more value to appreciating life and all the all the struggles that come with it as well. So Carmen, thank you so much for being here with us and let's start with uh, getting to know more about you. Thank you for having me. This is an extreme gift and it's my honor and privilege to be here with you, Johan. Um, like you said, I'm Carmen. <laughs> Um, I am a resident, lifelong resident of Springfield, Massachusetts, born and raised, and I am an educator currently in Springfield. I'm an art teacher, and I have been in this position for the last 14 years. I know I look young. I know I look like I'm 20, but I'm not. <laughs> um, so I've been an art educator and a chorus director for 14 years in Springfield, And it's my joy to be with young people to help shape the future in that way. Um, but my whole life, I've just been a maker of all kinds of ways, um, from dancing, singing, writing songs, um, an artist, a visual artist. As you can see, I'm in a studio. There's an easel behind me and a drafting table. Um, and visual art is my, my profession. But uh, music is my passion. So... That's who I am in a nutshell. I'm a mother, a wife, <laughs> and uh, I wear many hats because um, I've just been blessed to be quite an eclectic person, so to speak. How music became one of the many ways that you express and that you share the kindness of, of, of who you are? I actually used to write songs as a little girl and I love music um, my whole life. You know, I think you as well probably agree, right? Like music was the heartbeat of, of keeping just your soul alive and your joy in times that weren't always happy or something to connect to um, even when you're not. And I really used to write music for myself as a student to get through school, actually to pass tests. I would, <laughs> I would write songs to memorize like my notes and that's how it started. Um, so I would remember my notes from like a little song I made and I would get an A on the test. And then that turned into like writing songs about life and what I was feeling in the moment. Um, and then in college, uh, I was pushed out to perform by, 
I went to Springfield College. <laughs> Are you surprised? <laughs> it's lifelong resident of Springfield. I was pushed to perform by the head of multicultural affairs. Um, he saw something in me I didn't know that I had. I loved to sing as a little girl, sing in choirs as a kid at my church, as a teenager growing up. Um, but it was then that I started writing and performing as a solo person, as an artist. Um, I had taught myself a few Alicia Keys songs by ear um, in high school, and he caught wind of that. So my freshman year of college, he pushed me out. His name was John Wilson. He passed away a few years ago, but he was a huge piece to this puzzle of pushing me forward in, in a lot of uncomfortable situations. And from there, I've just never stopped writing and leading uh, choirs or leading worship at church and soloing. And it's just kind of been an evolving process to where I am today. You share with us a song that you created recently, and it has a strong story and a strong background track of many things involved. This is a song that, while uplifting, mm -hmm. yet is too real for telling the stories of what we are going through as a society. What can you tell us a little bit about, about your song? I'd love to share. Um, Call of Duty is, <laughs> it's one, got a really striking name because everyone associates that with this like video game. I've never even played, but um, the name came from just, it dropped from heaven. The whole song sort of just came with melody and words in tandem. And when those songs happen, I know that they're for a real purpose and they're meant to be heard. Um, that song came about my second year of teaching and all of the verses are about real life experiences. So it opens with that really hard to hear verse. It's like, it's, it's in your face and it's, raw and it's not pleasant right and i i almost am questioned like i had questions of wonder if people are ready to hear this or do they want their want to listen to something like this but it, it's the real world that we're living in so um these are all circumstances that i saw play out right before my eyes as a, as a new educator um And the final verse about just how could anyone cope with such an awful tragedy and who could ever expect that life would end so tragically, that was in reference to the earthquake in Haiti at the time. But I knew when I wrote the song, when God gave me the song, that it was going to be timeless. And it was kind of like a bittersweet thing, you know, like, I know that this is for now and this is expressing my heart for right now and how I I feel helpless in these circumstances because I can't save the world. I can't, um, you know, I don't have a cape. <laughs> I can't go save all these lives, but I can cry out and use my voice and use the power of prayer and interceding for people standing in the gap, you know, um, with my heart. And um, that, that even though it was sad to know that the song was going to, be continually something relatable, it gave me hope to know that, well, then so is my intercession. <laughs> like, and then so is the fact that we are not completely powerless when it comes to 
being there for one another. Another thing that I really like about this song is it makes you stop and notice the things that are happening um, around you because sometimes we can be so self-absorbed, right, in our own problems or our own um, situations. And none of those verses are about me, the author. They're about what I'm noticing around me. And um, I think that's an important thing to think about too. Empathy, just the power of empathy and being able to notice who you can cry out for, who is in need, who needs to, who needs to be reached, who needs to have a conversation. Um, so
So this is the back story behind Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And now that the song is out and actually is available on multiple uh, streaming platforms, uh, including Spotify, how does that make you feel knowing that you have this song available for people to listen uh, as an accomplishment? How how do you feel about it? And what do you expect from people to get from listening to The Call of Duty? Wow, this is a loaded question. <laughs> I feel um, equally, equal parts relieved and like ready. Um, because this is, like you said, one song of, of many that I have written um, out of noticing, out of just looking at the people and the things around me. Um, and I honestly, as a songwriter, my music is about one of two things, either communicating with God or communicating with God's people and, and relating to them and telling my story and a connection, you know? So I'm relieved because it was scary um, for me to do this completely on my own. You know, I don't have a marketing team I'm in the process of, of rebuilding a band. Um, you know, it's not like I have I'm not, no management of any kind. Of course, I'm an independent artist and brand new. So There's that, like, I feel so new at it, but at the same time, I've been writing for over 15 years, so I kind of feel, I'm ready. You know, I feel ready. And then what I hope people get from it is that reminder to stop, notice, and pray. <laughs> like, stop what you're doing, look around you, look at the good, look at the not good, and and open your mouth and do, and say something. Um I shared this song with um, uh, uh, someone that I met on Instagram and we actually had a, a nice long conversation about murals because as you know, I'm a visual artist as well. And uh, I'm in a season of making murals and music, murals and music. That's what, that's what my jam is at the, at the moment. And he listened to the song and his name is Brian Peterson. He's out in Santa Ana, California. Um, he's a really well-established muralist. And he said that this song was like an anthem for intercessors and for prayer warriors. And that made me feel quite like, wow, so happy I pushed it out because, you know, God gave me this song, but it's not just for me. So I feel like I needed to share it. I feel bad for waiting so long, but now I'm ready to continue sharing. I guess if, if something gave us something positive that that the pandemic gave us it was to challenge ourselves to be able to thrive and reemerge when all possibilities of collaboration or working the way we used to were completely out of out of uh, out of the box and yeah. how to be able to still be creative and to put out something like call of duty during these times as The Call of Duty, the song it is itself, mm-hmm. and also as a way to figure out new ways to continue being engaged with your craft on arts in all different disciplines. <laughs> yeah. And even thinking of this song as, as a tool for education. Mm. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I feel like um, my light keeps going. <laughs> I feel like it's like my thoughts, like I keep getting light <laughs> ideas, right? Like the lights keep going on. Um, this song, hopefully in this whole process is a way for me, like you said, to even educate others how to do it. Because that's uh, no matter what experience I ever come across in life, I don't ever want to be selfish with it. And that's actually what the song says, too. This life that you gave me is, you know, is not for my own selfish good. And so no, no matter, you know, how successful this song goes or what becomes of it, I'm going to use this experience to continue to pass it down to my nieces, my nephews, my, you know, my brother, my, my children, my students, the community, whoever I can. Um, and, and I think that's what, what call of duty means. It's like our, our purpose, our call, our, our job you know, the calling on our lives, no matter what our profession, um, what we feel our strengths are, whether introverts or extroverts, like <laughs> our call is to help the next person around us and, and uh, even after us. So, yeah, that's what it's all about. As you enjoy the effect of having the song now available for everybody to enjoy, mm -hmm. And the realization of the impact is is causing. What goes through your mind as what it will be maybe the next steps or next projects or endeavors to embark on after this release? To be honest, I feel a little over ambitious sometimes and I need to scale back. I get super excited and want to just go full steam ahead. And it's like, you know, there's steps and stages to something. So one side of me wants to release a song like every week. I have so many already written and, and so many already produced and in production. Oh, and I want to say who this was produced by because I feel like that's important if that's okay. Um, as an art educator, I show the music videos from this band, OK Go, um, to my students. OK Go is a rock band. They're known all around the world. It's four guys. And their music videos, if you haven't seen them on YouTube, are extremely precise. And they involve a lot of uh, science, technology, engineering, art, math, teamwork, collaboration, planning. And they take them all in one shot, one take. And it's mm -hmm. like you work until mastery and then you have this day where you hope for the best and try and lay it all out. So um, all of that accumulated to the pandemic. And um, I was following them on Instagram and I saw that one of the band members, a drummer, was offering production services. And I said, wow, this is pretty cool. And I was like, I don't feel qualified. I don't, you know, I don't even know if I can afford it, but I'm going to reach out. So I, I sent a DM or, or an email, whatever the step was. And within a week had a, a Zoom call with the drummer from OK Go. And I was like, who am I to be face to face with Dan K from OK Go? And so it turned into a, he's like a mentor of mine now. And he produced five songs for me. Um he produced five songs uh, of mine and with Gene Mikofsky, who's an amazing musician and um, 
they work together to make Call of Duty radio ready. So I'm super privileged and, and blessed to have even met them through the pandemic and everything that happened. Um, I forgot your original question. <laughs> Sorry, Johan. No, it's, I, I think this is, this is a, an amazing story. I, I will never imagine. So the process of working with someone that you have seen putting his work with, okay, go mm -hmm. such amazing creative videos mm. is I, to the qualities of what you described. You cannot stop watching them and right. you can watch them over and over trying to figure out how the, they do that in one single take. Mm -hmm. And how was for you to work, even though it was from a remote setting, but knowing that it, it was a team effort in a project that you are creating. That was really, it's, That was a cool experience. Um, so I'm here in this, this little room in the furthest corner, you know, of our basement. I've got my studio set up right here in front of me. You know, you're looking at it. <laughs> I got the MIDI keyboard and um, audio interface. And I had no idea. I've had this equipment for so long, for years, but I didn't know how to set it all up and make it work. And so for a very long time, I've just been a frustrated songwriter with like the pieces, but not the connections, not the know-how to make the connections and to make my, make this, this into something, um, without having to pay studio fees and go to a, to a studio, which I also just don't have the time to do with, with my schedule and my career, my family. So to work with someone who was able to help me through the steps, even though he's at this status, you know, of a professional artist and with the help of, of others, there was other people who helped me get it set up so I could get going and have been, been giving me feedback all along and been really helpful. But I record my vocals here. So I draft out first, just the song and send them a demo to a click has to be to a click. <laughs> and then, um, draft out, you know, some, some vocals and Gene Makovsky, um, over in, in LA would hear my melody and play it so perfectly and then add to it, add instrumentation and Dan will play the drums and then he does all the mixing and mastering. And I'm just, we're back and forth through emails and zoom calls and different time zones, but it's been really, really cool. It's, it's sort of surreal how, connected you can be even with different um you know being on different sides of the country it's, it's quite fascinating <laughs> I, i would love it i would do it again <laughs> a thousand times <laughs> and i think this as an as a new experience that you acquire making making this collaborative work could be something new that you can add for knowledge to share with your students, especially knowing how much many of, uh, of the youth today are engaged with creating their own different pieces of yeah. mediums uh, and, and ways to express through music, poetry, animation, mm -hmm. drawing, painting, and using, using multimedia, social media, and, and digital devices for that. So I guess that's more, more, 
power and knowledge for you to share with your students. Exactly. More experience to share. I love it. Love it. So going back to uh, to the question before before this story, uh, so what do you think it will be the next steps or next projects that you will be working on? That was your question. That was the one that I veered off from. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, I currently have enough songs right now to produce at least four albums. Um, and that's like a 12 song album, uh, average, you know, eight to 12 song album. Um, so now I have, um, some decisions to make. Do I want to release full albums? Do I want to maybe instead do EPs or keep doing singles? Like I said, I'm kind of, um, independent right now with this, all of this, <laughs> and, and it's really new uncharted waters for me. Um, But I have songs that are, like I said um, before, very direct in talking to or about God. And then other songs that are more about like life. Like I have ones that I've written about being rejected. Um, I have songs, a song that I wrote during the pandemic called Time is Precious. And it is like, you know, it's kind of about the dichotomy of feeling grateful for that time home with my family, but also, um, Feeling, I felt kind of bad being grateful for it because it was such a hor horrible experience with so much loss in the world and fear and all this stuff. So like, you know, um, that, that whole thing, but the perspective at the end, what it gave me is just that time is precious. Like I'm watching my kids grow up before my eyes and I'm also seeing all that's happening in the world and time is just evaporating. So there's that um, music like that. It's just the real world. You know, I wrote a song, Um, in a season of loss, personal loss that talks about this just being the chapter of my story. It's not my whole story. Right. And so I think I want to combine these two themes um, so that when people, if they're getting an EP or an album, they're getting a mixture of both. They're getting some of that life music And then they're also getting some of that inspiration and, and hearing me just talk to, you know, my, my father in heaven. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And I have an eclectic style, by the way, if you can't tell, <laughs> it's, uh, it's gospel, soul, rock. There's some pop sounding songs. I love electronic vibes. I love electronic music and funk and jazz and Latin. So Um, for sure, the plan is to keep you guessing. <laughs> so right now, Call of Duty is available for listening on multiple streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, being the main, the main ones, I, I will say, uh, between Spotify and YouTube. Mm -hmm. And of course, links for, for them available in the posting of this conversation. Oh, thanks. Anything else that you would like to add? I feel like someone needs to know that it's never too late to start. That like you may have been sitting on a on a 
unlike a hope or, or a pile of hopes or dreams, you know, for most of your life. And you're thinking, well, look, now here I am X many years old or that, you know, I'm, an, I'm in this career instead of that path. But um, there, there's there's something to be said for being willing to take the risk right? Even if you are the underdog. And I think a lot of times, especially now, it seems like the underdogs have a little bit more of an edge because like, I'm already, what do I have to lose? <laughs> like, what do I have to lose? Like, if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I've tried. So I, I, I want to remind whoever's listening today that might have felt like, you know, I had dreams to write a book or open a business or do whatever and you let it go, but technically you didn't. It's still lingering. It's still in there in the mind, <laughs> in the cobwebs. You know, bring it forth and just give it a shot. Um and of course, you know, live with integrity and authenticity. When I spent most of my life trying to be uh trying to fit myself into other people's expectations of me, you know, I was never truly happy. And I was never even truly successful. I might have, it might have looked like I was successful, but I always knew like mm, I could be doing more than even that, you know? So now that I'm okay with being my strange mural and music making self, it's not a popular thing. I've never seen another musical muralist, <laughs> but um, I'm accepting of who I am. And the fact that it, it's not a cookie cutter image and that's okay. I'm proud of, of, of being me. So now I can be me freely and just like let it all out. <laughs> this is our conversation with Carmen Callender, <laughs> educator, artist, musician, and an amazing human being who shares everything that is in, in her to make this world a better one. So Carmen, I really appreciate all the work that you do and as well this time to talk and get to know more about everything that you have been doing and looking forward to listen to more of your music and to continue enjoying of those gifts that that you have thank you thank you so much Johan.